Hello folks, welcome to the broadcast. John Saxford here, your host here at Revival Now. I want to talk to you today here about opinions. How important really are your opinions? What do, what what are they what is your opinions set out to do? What's the assignment of your opinions? Basically, are they to edify or are they to, are they there to destroy? Are they are they because people a lot of people don't understand is that they're not we're not entitled to our opinions. We're not. We're really not entitled to anything. We're entitled. We're 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 not. We're not. If you're if you're a born again believer, you're not entitled to 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 make anything that expels somebody in a negative light. I mean, we. I mean, I hear it in the media. I hear it everywhere. It's in the church. Well, my my well, my opinion. Well, but my but opinions. Uh, my opinion is this, and my opinion is that. My opinion is this, that, and this, and that, and that, and that, and this, and that, and that, and that, and this, and that. And it's not, and they don't even, they didn't even look into the thing. They're judging it from the outside, not even, not even looking what's going on, really, the narrative that's behind the thing, what's really going on behind it. What has happened in that person's life, and why they're, they're in the position that they're in it to, to begin with. I mean, people want to say, oh, well, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. Well, you're not entitled to your opinion. First off, I mean, I'm not going to turn there right now, but it says in Proverbs it basically says this: that a fool worship, that a fool, a fool worship his own opinion, but yet a wise man will keep himself in reserve. When the Bible talks about fool, it means it's talking about not unbelievers. A lot of unbelievers, people with, an un, with a non-believers mentality, they 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 tend to cling to their opinions like their opinions matter. Like their opinions are, are worth, have something of worth when 99.9% of the time opinions don't add up to nothing. They really don't, they really don't establish anything. They're just, they're there to make it, that person feel like they're important, like they're the, the authority of that, that they're on top of that person or that making that person, trying to make that person beneath them. I mean, we're not above. We're not above anyone, folks. I mean, let's go with me to the book of Romans, chapter fourteen. I'm gonna go right to the heart of this thing. I'm gonna get this thing right where it needs to be gotten at. Get it by the throat. Romans chapter fourteen. And again, I'm not here to bash people. I'm here to. I'm here to help people win. I'm not here to sit here and condemn people. I mean, your opinions is basically you're basically condemning people is what you're doing. When you when you throw when you throw, well, I'm entitled to my opinions. No, you're not entitled to condemn people. You're using it to condemn people. You're using it to take other take authority that's not been given to you. I mean, nobody gave you that authority. Well, you don't understand. It, I guess I, I'm, I, I went through this and that in my life, and told, I didn't think I'm entitled to some opinion. No, you're not. I mean, we, we, we all think that we're entitled. Our, our flesh, the, the human carnal nature, is to desire, want to have, that we think we're entitled to, that we, that we, 
when it boils down to it, we don't want what we're entitled to. There's only one thing, brothers, we're entitled to, is the church. We're entitled to go to hell. I mean, if you want to go that far, hey, have at it. I'm not telling people die and go to hell, but hey, if you if that's what you want, if you want if that's the cake you're wanting, knock yourself out. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and uh, sugarcoat the pastor sugarcoats over with. I'm not even a pastor, so I mean, I'm serious. People think people have this mentality that they think that. That they're larger than, than life, and they're really not. They're, they're not really anything. Romans 14, verse 10. But what thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou judge set? Thy thou set? Why dost thou set at naught thy brother? means do you sit there and you have cast these guests in a judgment on them for we shall stand before judgment seat of Christ as it is written as I live saith the Lord every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God so then every one of us ever so that every one of us shall give an account to himself to, unto God let us therefore let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge, but judge this rather than that no man put a stumbling block or occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know I am persuaded by the Lord Jesus Christ that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean unto him it is unclean to him it is unclean i mean we're, we're it's plain and simple here i mean when you're talking about judging talking about throwing your opinions around like you think you're, you're entitled to something you're not entitled to that opinion i mean we've gotten in we've gotten in a bad habit in, this ch in the church where people want to just have to be opinionated We've got to have everything to a certain specification to our liking. This is not about our liking. If somebody's not about your liking in the church, too bad. So what that person is not all all well mentally, and doesn't seem like he's here half here and half the, half here and half somewhere else. That's even more of a reason to love that person. I mean, you sit there and people throw their opinion, think that they can have this opinion that they, they don't, that, that, they're, the, that they're, they're, they're above you and you got to be subjected to what they say about you. We're, we're not people, I'm tired of, the thing about it is in church, we've got a lot of people pleasers. People pleasers have, are so opinionated. Religious people are the same way, they're so opinionated. The, the Pharisees. They were so opinionated. They kept going after Jesus, throwing their opinions around, and Jesus was always putting them back in their place. He said, "Well, look, look who he, what's he doing? He's over there eating without washing his hands." And Jesus laid back, in, laid back in him, and said, "Hey, look, bud. 
It's not what goes in a man that defiles him, but what comes out of him. Basically, Jesus was basically putting him in their place. I mean, basically, an opinion is is an imaginated thought. A perceive it's a, it's an it's imaginary thought process of somebody. It's constructing them in your own mind versus going out and reaching out and really getting to see who they really are. And sometimes if there's good opinions where where you got it's not opinions it's it's judging the the, the situation righteously. If somebody calling themselves a believer and they're and they're saying a bunch of stuff and they're twisting doctrine for their own benefit, then that's when you have the right to step in and say no. The Bible says this: we're not subject to opinions; we're subject to the Word of God. The Word of God is not an opinion. It's not a it's not a book of good ideas. It's not a bunch of stories written by old men years ago that lived that had a big beard and lived in a castle. This is the foundation of all truths. This Bible right here, this book is the foundation of all truths. We've forgotten that as a nation. That the Bible is the foundation of all truths. Say that with me. The Bible is the foundation of all truths. I mean, we've we've got to get we've got to get serious with God. We want revival to happen, but yet we're we're over here worshiping false idols. It's basically an idol you're doing. It's witchcraft. I read a, a definition of, uh, of, of what opinions are, and it says to manipulate, to, to gain control of someone through thought process and speaking of negative words. Seriously, that's a man, it's a form of manipulation. It's, it's, not, it's not of the Bible. You're not entitled to your opinion. Well, he's entitled to, she's entitled to her opinion. No, she's not. Basically, when you when you basically say that you're you're entitled to your, they're entitled to their opinion, basically they're saying that, that they're basically okaying every other work of the flesh with it. Because the Bible says if you broke one law, you've broken them all. When it comes to, when you get, you break you break one you, you 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 break this covenant. This is our covenant with God through His Word. Break this covenant. Then you've broken the whole entire book. You take one word out, you you violated the entire, you voided out the entire book. You take us just as a simple period away from this book. You've pretty much voided it. You pretty much discredited it. That's basically what opinions are out to do to discredit somebody. You're out to discredit that person and make that person feel like that they're beneath you, that they can never gain no confidence because if they gain confidence. Then, then, then you're, then you're, then your self, this big image that you built up on this pedestal, is going to take that pedestal, come crashing down. We're not entitled to, to anything, church. I mean, you, you think that you're, you have to be on. People have think they have to be on this pedestal, this imaginary pedestal. I mean, I don't know where it never said in the Bible that you shall be a pedestal. That people will bow down and worship you at your throne. No, it says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes and you become a witness unto me. Well, if you you're, you become a witness unto God, you, you're not going to have an opinion. You're not going to be walking around opinionated. The, fir- the, first, the first batch of people in the church after the day of Pentecost, they didn't go around speaking a bunch of opinions. They went around declaring the word of the Lord. And it grew and it multiplied, the Bible says. 
You want your church, you want your ministry, you want your job to flourish, you want things to be successful, and you want God to bless you beyond measure, quit, quit your opinions. Get rid of that opinions. Well, I, I, have, to ha I have my opinions on this person. I have my opinions about this, and that's all that matters. You're, you're basically committing idolatry. Seriously, you're committing idolatry. If you're if you're messing with your opinion, thinking your opinion's that important, you're committing idol idolatry. And there's a special place for idolatry. It's called the pit of hell. I mean, like I said, if you feel makes you feel better, knock yourself out. You want to live righteous? Get things cleaned up. Stop messing around with stuff. It's not. It's you're not owed anything. Religious people like, love to feel like they're owed. They like to feel like that they're they're superior and that they, you you you're beneath them. That's quite the opposite. I mean, we've got we've got we've got a problem in the, in the body of Christ and in, in the body of Christ. Is, is, is broken up, is weak. I mean, I don't want to go down those crazy rabbit trails, but the, the opinion's got to stop. You're forcing your, your ideology on somebody else that's not even willing to receive it. So if you, I mean, narcissistic people are good at this stuff. They love their opinions. They think that they think that they're as golden and you cannot touch them with a two-foot pole. How dare you say that I'm in the wrong on something? How dare you say that I don't have an opinion on something? I deserve my opinions right. Keep believing that. Keep keep telling yourself that because of the, because because you're not. It's a it's a sin to sit there and and make an idol of yourself. You're not, you're, there, nobody owes you anything. I mean, talking about this, Romans 14, verse 1, I'm going to keep going in more scripture. I'm going to go into more scripture here. Him that is weak in faith, receive ye not to doubtful and disputation, but not doubtful disputation. Disputations is, is basically having disputes. Throwing yourself in useless disputes. Well, my I have an opinion. Well, my I, it's just my opinion. It's just your opinion. It's just your opinion. I I, I have my. It's like they people fight over their opinions when your opinions don't matter for anything. They're just idle words. They're idle feelings. We have got to get a hold of this thing and get that thing under get that thing under submission. Get it under submission of the Word of God. Well, it just doesn't make no sense to me, and that that don't make sense to me. That don't make sense to me. I heard that so many times I would scream. You know, it's you you don't want to admit that you're wrong about something, so you want to try to put this plot out, this false narrative out that you're you're right about something. That you that you that you have the, the, the say so over it. I mean, I'm serious. The church has got a bad problem with opinions. 
Your opinion does not mean anything. I mean, people want to sit there and, and, and think that they're, they, they like to think that they're entitled. I mean, it gives you a good feeling to think that you, it's a, it's a, it's the flesh's, the flesh's nature really is to, to have authority. That over exalt. That's the same, the same, the same pride and the same works of the flesh that don't, that got Satan thrown out of heaven. He threw his opinion around in the garden. Look what happened. In my opinion, it won't, it won't die. God won't matter. It won't matter to God, in my opinion. Well, in my opinion, you need to do it. Opinions are, 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 are evil. They're demonic. They're, they have no they have no validity. I mean, like I said, I'm trying to help people here. Get get set free from that thing. You need to let that thing go. If you're that desperate for 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 something, if you if you're desperate for authority, then you're you're not prepared for authority. You don't know how to handle authority if you're if you're if you're desperate for it. But a lot of people that I know, like police officers and stuff, they they, they grew up normal lives and they just they, they wound up doing it. But they're the most humble people on the face of the earth. I got a friend named Jeff Boots, most laid back, friendly guy you could ever meet. Once he gets in that, in that uniform, I mean, he, he, the, the, the authority's there. I mean, he, he, he's the authority and he lets you know it. He's a cop and he lets you know it. He don't let nothing slide. God's that same, God's that same authority. He, he doesn't let nothing slide. I don't know where you think that you can get away with the stuff that you're getting away with. If you think that you're owed something that you're not. I mean, I've seen it several times in churches. You get these waves of people that come in there and they're there for a while. One thing, one little tiny bit, they get, they're, they're all opinionated. They all think that they're superior to everyone because they're, they're, they're in their social clique. But once the pastor does something that, that, that rattles them, just a little bit, they're, they're packing up and moving out. I'm serious. I mean, I've seen people with opinion that think that their opinions are so important, and I look at them like, you, you're, you're stupid, dude. You're a jackass. Only a jackass would think it's okay to work, to think that your opinions count for something. They don't count for anything. They're just idle words. They're, 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 they have an assignment. Words are power carriers for one. They're, they have a, they have an assignment, and that assignment's to take you out. One of the works of the flesh is somebody who runs their mouth. Who just doesn't shut up. I mean, geez. Galatians chapter 
I'm gonna hop in over here. Galatians chapter six. had a brain fart, sorry. <laughs> Brethren, it's in chapter 6 in Galatians. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such and want on one in the spirit of meekness. Considering thou self, lest thou also be tempered. Bear ye one another's burdens, so that ye shall fill the law of Christ. For any man thinketh himself to be some, to be something, whether he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. That's where that's when an opinion is thinking of something when it's not, thinking of something highly when it's of so, out of something nothing, and you're making yourself look bigger. He deceives himself. They're basically deceiving themselves. For one, let every man prove his own work, and when then that then they shall have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. Five. For every in, in verse five, for every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that taught in the word communicate unto him. And that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, nor what for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Verse eight For he is for that is work for that soweth to his flesh of the, the spirit reap corruption. But the that but he that Soweth to the spirit shall the of the spirit shall reap life everlasting, and let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore an opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. It means going, but also too, it means going out and having opinions against your own pastor. Start bashing your own pastor to everybody on social media, calling him out on social media because he's not preaching what you want. I had to throw that out there, or not respecting him by calling him senior pastor. As we therefore, I have that as we have. Therefore, an opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Yet ye set a large letter I have written unto you in my own hand, and as many as desired to make a fair true against the flesh, they constrained you 
to be circumcised, only to let they should. Okay, now I'm not going to go there. Basically, he's saying the same message. You need to have peace in your heart amongst your own, amongst your brothers. Just your opinions mean nothing to God. They don't. They're not anyway. I mean, talk about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, for one. But the fruit of the Spirit, in Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Such there, such there is no law. Yet that that they are in they are in Christ have crucified the flesh with the the, the affections and the lust. But if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not to one another. Basically, he's saying this. He says, you got to have good things working in you. You're good. The, nowhere in that in the fruit of the Holy Spirit does it ever say your opinion. You have a good have, have opinion or worship opinion. I mean, you're committing idolatry for one. I mean, when you're creating idolatry, you're you're, you're making a false great image of something and that 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 takes the place of God. by the works of the flesh. Going up here at 520. Idolatry, which is also having opinions, witchcraft, opinions, hatred, opinions, variances, opinions, emulations, opinions, wrath, having an opinion, an angry opinion, strife, opinions, Sedations, that's drugs, heresies, envyings, murderers, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of which I tell you before I, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. I mean, if you want to, do, you don't want to inherit the kingdom of God. Shut your opinions off. What's it bothering you that you have to be right all the time? That you have to have that kind of control. You got to keep. You got to have. You got to have your place to say. You always got to have. You always got to be the one, one up in somebody. That's something that never, never once. God, I mean, uh, something I never will understand is the one-up game people play. These one-up games, well, I'm better than this. And you know, no, you weren't there. I, I was there, and I did all this, and, and I had to do and I this, and, 
and then I, oh no, that was me and I, and, and I, me and I, I and me, me, I, me, I, me, E, I. Wait a minute. Didn't somebody else use that same type of words? See the idolatry that's in it? Well, my opinion is, is this and that. In my opinion, this and that. In my opinion, is that this guy over here and this guy over here or this guy and they're, they're all doing, you know what, over here in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. But my opinion, they, it's like they they want to make sure that they op you open mouth and insert their opinion. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's crazy. The mentality in this people in this country in this day and age, I mean, even, even around the world, for that matter. The mentality that people think that they're owed, when really your your opinions don't mean nothing. When you when you're at the end of your life and you're laying in that casket, your opinions are not going to mean anything to anybody. Your words are going to be forgotten through time. Your voice is going to drift away. But those opinions you had on other people. Well, it carries, it, it, it carries with them all the days of their life, and it, and it weighs on you. You think you're entitled to opinions, you're not. You're not really entitled to anything. I've got everything I've got because God's blessed me beyond measure. Amen? I hope you all have been helping, and I'm just, I mean... I wanted to do a longer, longer verse, longer verse, and just, I'm just, my voice is getting tired. And I'm going to just go ahead and get off, sign off of here. And I want to make an invitation right now. You've been, if you've been, or you've been getting convicted by what I'm saying, I mean, you need to, you need to really get set free. You need to get, get down with your pastor and meet with your pastor. If you have that problem, that big of a problem with your opinions meaning anything, then you need to get help spiritually, mentally. A lot of people who think that they're entitled to their opinions are really demon-possessed people. But they have a lot of residents living up in that thing. I'm serious. I mean, this is this is this has gotten to be a problem. We are not entitled to that opinion like we are, like we think. What we have to say doesn't matter when we're standing before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and He's asking us to put everything at His feet, and we have nothing to bring to Him. When will when will we tell Him? What do we tell Him? What do we tell them? You were too stingy. Because you had to worship your own opinion, made a graven image of yourself and made yourself look bigger than what you really were. So like I said, but then we're going to make an invitation right now. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've grown up in church, but you've fallen away. Or you may have never even heard of the, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I mean, now's the time for salvation. Now's the time to get rid of that opinionated mindset. Wash yourself away. Now's the time to get things right. Bow your heads with me. Say this prayer with me. Dear Father God, I come to you to repent. I come to you in Jesus' name to be forgiven of my sins. To be baptized in your spirit and be washed by your blood. Father God, I thank you that you said in your word that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead, that I'd be saved. And that from this day forward, I accept your salvation power in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. I love you. This is a production of Revival Now International Media Ministry. For more information on our ministry, please go contact me at revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. God bless you and have a great day in the Lord.